Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Ohio! That's what you'll hear in Hiroshima, Nagasaki, Tokyo. That's hello. No, that's good morning, Ohio. Someone just wrote me a letter and I opened it today and they live somewhere in the States and been listening to these for a while. By the way, we're up to episode 948. For a thousand, I'm inviting you. It's a black tie event. Hey, we're going to have a big celebration at a thousand. Send your red velvet cakes to the Jim Symbol of Foundation. No, only kidding. The way to say good morning is Ohio. But if you want to say like, how are you doing at any time during the day? It's konnichiwa, but hold out the wa. Konnichiwa. There you got it. We're reading difficult part of scripture, Hebrews 2, where what Christ has done on the cross for us and our salvation is now approached in a little different way than we're used to hearing. Listen to it. Verse 10. In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer of their salvation, the forerunner, the one who breaks through and provides it, he should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what he suffered, both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family, Jesus and us. He was the one who makes us holy and we're the ones who are made holy, separate, cleansed, purified through faith in the blood of Christ. We're of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. See, now that's a different thought. Savior, yes. God, yes. Emmanuel, God with us. We think of Jesus in many ways. The Lamb of God. But now we see him as our older brother in the same family, God's family. See, that's not something most Christians think about. We're in God's family. God is our father. And he made salvation possible. And he made Jesus, the pioneer of our salvation, perfect through what he suffered. Now, not perfect in the sense that Jesus was imperfect and needed to be perfected. But this meant fulfilled in his purpose, fulfilling everything that God had planned for him. And how did he go through that process? Through suffering. Jesus, to be everything that God intended him to be for us, was perfected, fulfilled it all through suffering. All kinds of suffering. Emotional suffering. We think of the suffering on the cross. We'll get to that in a second. But look, Jesus had a tender heart and spirit. He had emotions like you and me. How did it affect him? Who knew no sin to be hated for no reason? Have you been hated and attacked for no reason? You never meant harm to the person. Whatever mistake you made, he made no mistakes. But you had no bad intention. But people twisted it, turned it. In the day we live now, social media, there's all kinds of predators out there just attacking. Unfortunately, some call themselves Christians. I don't know about that. You'll know a tree by its fruit. If you can picture Jesus talking like that, then they're a Christian. If you go, no, I can't see Jesus saying that, well, then we got a problem. So he made us holy and separated us through what Jesus suffered, emotional suffering, being hated for no reason. And Jesus said, they'll do that for you too. 
You'll be hated for no reason. Just because of my name, you'll be hated. They'll call you like demons because they called him. You cast out demons because you're in league with Beelzebub, the prince of demons. He said they're going to say the same on my followers. No student is above the teacher. No servant is greater than the master. So there was emotional suffering, then physical suffering, beat half to death, nailed to the cross. Palms of his hands took the nails. That tender area, forehead and temple area, crown of thorns pressed down. But that pales in comparison with him being perfected and fulfilling his purpose through the suffering that you and I can't imagine. What suffering was that? It wasn't the nails. All kinds of people had been crucified before him and after him. But he suffered the pangs of hell. He was punished by God's holy wrath because he bore your sin and my sin. The Bible said he had so much sin poured on him, he became sin. He was one mass of sin. And the holy judgment of God was directed against him. Why do you think he cried on the cross? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? For the first time, there was a cloud, some kind of distance between as God had to look away from this sin. God's too holy to look at sin, the Bible says. His son became sin. Well, what's that tell us about God's love for us, that he would give his son? And I wouldn't give my son for anybody. Mm-mm. Nope. Would you give one of your children for someone else? And God loved the world so much he gave his only begotten son. Didn't have another. He didn't give an angel. Like, here's an angel, and let's get back and be reconciled. No, angel couldn't do it. Had to be a human. Had to be someone who shed blood for us. Perfect sacrifice. So not only does God love you today, I don't care how you feel. Don't care if you had a bad week, bad month, bad year. God loves you and God loves me. Don't let the enemy rob that from you. And Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed me white as snow. We love him because he loved us. Why don't you love on Jesus today? Come on, I'm speaking to myself. I want to walk and love him and tell him and live for him. There's no name sweeter than Jesus. Amen. See you tomorrow. Thank you.